0: Unfiltered Sports
1: You could call, you could call on me You could fall, you could fall on me And if you want to, tell me what you gonna do You could put it all, put it all on me Speeding 90 and a 65 Got the keys and didn't tell them right. Just sit the roll
2: oh, oh, oh. When you need me and getting in my way I'm flying down the interstate Just know, just know When you can't pull through When life's hard on you Know it ain't no thing, know it ain't no thing You know what to do You could call, you could call on me You could fall, you could fall on me and if
0: you want to, tell me what you gonna do You can put it all, put it Yo, yo, yickety, yo, 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 what's up? This is Poflo with Unfiltered with Poflo I guess that's my podcast, yeah We are here with Unfiltered Sports Which is the website that I signed on with a long ago And now here I am doing a podcast That was the song of the week, On Me By Thomas Rhett Kane Brown and Ava Max now Thomas Rhett that dude if you don't know him he's been putting out flames on the country charts for years now he started with Die a Happy Man that's the first one I knew from him and then Kane Brown now Kane Brown I remember him back in 2015 he was putting out music on Facebook just doing covers of people and he eventually made it big and now he's one of the biggest country stars out there and Ava Max I'm not really sure much about her except her vocals sound amazing amazing on that track on me now that on me i heard that song first we watched the new scooby-doo movie it's just called scoob it's an animated one and it's really good uh it's i highly recommend it uh even as a 30 year old man i highly recommend it uh but i heard the song on there and i had to go straight to spotify and check it out i thought it was great so if you like the song go give it a listen add it to your playlist do whatever you do we are going to go ahead and move right into Arkansas news. And the biggest news of the week so far has been that Heston Kerstad was drafted number two overall in the MLB draft by the Boston Orioles. Now this dude, he hit a career 346, 421, and 590 with 37 career home runs as a Razorback and played mostly in right field. He slugged 37 home runs in his career as i mentioned earlier but that was over 150 games that was good enough to move him up to number two overall in the mlb draft now Kirstad this past season which was shortened by coronavirus he hit really good he had five doubles six home runs 19 runs and 20 rbis in 16 games he led the Razorbacks in batting averages, hits, home runs, RBIs, and total bases with 53 on base percentage, that is, and slugging percentage. Now, if you're not excited about that, I got some good news for you. Now, the Arkansas Razorbacks have been making, making some moves on the football f- side of the house. So, we're going to go ahead and go through the commits we have so far for the 2021 draft class. Sam, Put, uh, Sam Pittman is pulling, pulling these guys in. So, we got JV on Hunt. Running back, we got Raheem, the Rocket Sanders, who signed this week uh, three days ago on the eighth. He's an athlete, a three-star 88 overall. Um, Javion Hunt, who I talked about earlier, is an 88 overall, according to 247 Sports. We got Terry Wells, the guy out of Arkansas, offensive tackle, 6'4", 306, 87 overall. We got Kean Parker, 5'11", cornerback. Out of Oklahoma, who's an 87 overall. We got Cole Carson, offensive tackle, six foot five, 285 pounds, 87 overall. Um, Lucas Coley, who committed to us today. He's a dual threat quarterback, six foot one, 203, uh, 203 pounds. I believe I read somewhere that he had 34 total offers from schools uh, all around the world uh, with 34, obviously. But I know Vandy was one of them. Uh, who else do I remember? There's a couple other big schools, and a lot of the other ones were lower tier Division One. But this dude is an 86 overall and 19th uh, in his position for this upcoming class. So I, I see that a pretty big get. We have Marco Avant, outside linebacker from Jonesboro, Arkansas. 6'2.5". 212 pounds and he's an 85 overall then we got Jermaine Hamilton Jordan from KC Missouri he's an outside linebacker at 6'1 195 coach Pittman will have him up to 210 220 to run around and just bust some heads Uh, he's an 85 overall I'm not sure if I said that we got Jadon Wilson out of DeSoto Texas Wide receiver, six foot three, 172 pounds. This dude committed on the second of June. He is an 85 overall, uh, big target out of Texas. We kind of knew that with Justin Step. Uh, he's going to get the Texas boys there at the wide receiver slot. We also have Landon Rogers, the guy out of Little Rock. He's he plays at Parkview Magnet, and he's six foot four, 215 pounds. He's an 85 overall. Now, if you're like me. You're very optimistic about these recruits. Now, they are all three stars, which, I mean, don't knock it because J.J. Watt was a two-star, you know? So, who really cares about stars, really, except for the rankings at the end of the year? But right now, our average rating among all of our players right now is an 86. That's a B. A B-plus, pretty much. And I see that as a good thing. We're sitting at 39 national rank, SEC rank at number eight, according to 247 Sports. Now, let's move on to Coach Musselman. Now, this guy has been relentless on the recruiting trail. He has brought in so many transfers over his two years that he's been here so far, and we landed another one this week. We landed graduate transfer Justin Smith. Now, he played for the Indiana Hoosiers last year and started. Okay? Smith is ranked the number 11th on the Stadium.com's graduate transfer list and number 21 on ESPN. So that's pretty good. He's six foot seven, two hundred and thirty pounds. Now he he played this entire last year, and he was able to uh, average, I believe it was like ten point four points per game and five point two rebounds per game, and he started all the games. So. I, that's a huge get for us. And now that makes us one over on our scholarship limit. I believe you're allowed to have 13. We have 14 or we're allowed to have 14 and we have 15. We have one over. Now, does that mean that Isaiah Joe is actually going to put his name into the NBA draft? A lot of people are speculating that that means that he's going. But me, I'm kind of looking at it differently. I'm I think Reggie Cheney is out. I think he has seen a lot of his minutes diminish with Henderson coming off the bench uh, towards the end of the season. And Henderson, he is a body who can get rebounds. Um, now, I'm not saying Reggie Chaney is not good. I I love this player. I think he's great. When he's on, he's on. Now, he's made a couple bonehead decisions, like his technical fouls, stuff like that. I think he's good. But if I had to say like one player that's going to go, I think it's Reggie. I think he's going to go, and I think Isaiah Joe is coming back but maybe coach muss knows more than i do and most likely he does but who who's to say maybe i know more than coach muss as a guy who just is sitting in his basement right now recording a podcast maybe i do but probably not so our team next year uh, i was listening to hitthatline.com the morning rush and they had on an expert from memphis and he was saying that arkansas if even if isaiah joe doesn't come back next year is a sweet 16 team with all the transfers we had in and that remarkable class that we recruited now i'm all for it and i hope that we live up to that and i i really do but if isaiah joe comes back and we don't hit the elite eight or final four that's a bust that's a bust i see if next year we don't make the sweet 16 no matter what that's a bust now i i'm, I'm not gonna wish that i shouldn't have even said it and put it into the atmosphere and that that zen we don't need that negative zen going out there but I have high hopes. High, high hopes for a living. Sorry, some panic at the disco for there for you. Um, but yeah, that's our basketball recruit updates, our football updates, and our baseball. We also had Casey Martin taken, I believe he was like in the 80s taken overall uh, there for the baseball team. I didn't do much research because that hit the line uh, pretty much as soon as I was about to start this podcast. So I didn't do much research into that. So everybody enjoy this song and be ready for the next segment where we're going to talk about the top three summer beers. We're going to talk about mental health. We're going to talk about Reddit. We're going to find some questions out there, and I'm going to freaking answer them. All right, everybody, stay tuned. Watch me take a good thing
2: and fuck it all up in one night. Catch me. I'm the one on the run away from the headlights. No sleep. Up all week, waste of time with people I don't like. I think... Something's fucking wrong with me. Drown myself in alcohol, that shit never helps at all. I might say some stupid things tonight when you pick up this car. I'd be hearing silence on the other side for way too long. I can taste it on my tongue, I can tell that something's wrong, but I guess it's just my life and I can take it if I wanna. But I cannot hide in hills of California. These hills have eyes
0: and I got paranoia I hurt myself sometimes Is that
2: too scary
0: for you? Is that too scary for you? That is the question. That song is pretty freaking good. That's some NGK and some Youngblood. Um, I think I'm okay. But let's swerve, skirt, chicka chicka Slim Shady right into my top three summer beers. So first off, I've had a couple people who's reached out to me when I asked on Instagram and uh, Twitter earlier in the week about the top three favorite beers. So we had my boy Tep, etep10 on Instagram. He said, Summer Shandy. That's a good one. Bud Light Lime. And then the third one's not even a damn beer, but he put a little winky face, tongue out emoji that said tequila. Tequila. So, I feel it. I feel you, buddy. You got to turn up when you can turn up. My next one is from one of my my good buddies from back in the day, Lau. And this dude, he drinks the darker beers. Let me try to find this stuff on Twitter, what he told me. Uh, What did you say, buddy? What you say? Okay. One second. So, Lau tweets on Twitter said his favorite was Wasatch Brewery. Polygamy Nitro Porter. I don't even know what that is. Um, Either one of them. But, I mean, I guess that them are his favorites. And he said that uh, they're really good if you're into dark beers. So if you're into dark beers for a summer beer, go for it. For me, I kind of like to stay on the lighter side. Uh, But that's just me. You know, everybody has their own taste. My top three beers of the summer are Summer Shandy. Yeah, that's good. Hughes. I don't know how you say the name of the brand, but Summer Shandy. You can find it. It's a bottle, and it's got the yellow wrapper, and it's Summer Shandy's got a little canoe on there and a little lemon. It's a good little beer. Um, second is a classic. I mean... You hear KFC Radio, if you listen to Barstool Sports, they're always promoting this beer. And it's one of my favorites after my boy, Head Honcho, uh, who, by the way, isn't here with me this week after one week of him being the uh, co-host. He uh, was busy this week, but he should be back soon. a um, second one is Miller Lite. Yeah, that's a, that's a favorite. It's in my cooler at all times. It's ready to go. And then three is the beer that got me into beers. Well one of the beers that got me into beers it's blue moon now this is a marvelous beer i like blue moon a lot and it edges out shock top just barely but they're they're both pretty good so my top three summer beers are summer shandy that was just a delicious taste i'm actually sipping on one right now if you can hear this so that's me patting the bottle on the mic but yeah it's really good That was me enjoying the last sip of that beer. Um, Miller Light, number two, and Blue Moon number three. I'm gonna go ahead and gander on over to see what Reddit has to ask me. Reddit asks, what is your favorite superhero film and why? Alright, so my favorite superhero film, which is a very, very hard thing for me to answer because I'm a big superhero film fanatic. But Captain America is my favorite, especially since the newer Captain America came through. Uh, I'm going to say Captain America Civil War because Captain America had to fight Iron Man. But first, Captain America had to get Bucky to uh, to realize he's a good guy and that they're working on the same team and to also try to convince Iron Man that... Bucky wasn't bad. He was just brainwashed by the Germans, by, by you know, uh, by the bad guys. So, I enjoy that movie a lot. I would also, my second one would have to be Infinity Wars because, I mean, Avengers Infinity War was absolutely amazing. I can watch that a thousand times and not get tired of it. Endgame's pretty good too, um, but Infinity Wars is actually better in my opinion because nobody expected any of that to happen. When Thanos just snaps his fingers. Sorry, spoiler alert. If you haven't seen Infinity Wars yet, then go ahead and fuck you. You know, honestly. If you haven't watched it, what are you doing with your life? Turn around. Go ahead and turn this podcast off at this point, And go watch Infinity Wars. And go ahead and watch all of the MCU universe since Iron Man in 2008. Go ahead and do that. Except for the Thor's. You can go ahead and skip Thor 1 and 2 and watch just the third one, Ragnarok. That one's pretty good. But watch all the other ones. Okay, so question number dose from Ask Reddit. What canceled TV show do you wish could come back? All right. So I'm a big comedy fan when it comes to TV shows. My favorite shows are Always Sunny in Philadelphia, The Office, um, them type of shows really funny dumb humor but it's just it's it's fun it's easy to watch you just pop it on and you watch it and you can laugh so whenever this question was posed on reddit which wasn't posed to me but i went ahead and decided i should answer this on a podcast forum first and foremost what i would like to see come back with all original cast would be the office now that's if steve carell came back and everybody else i want steve back now, when he left in the seventh season, wasn't quite the same. It was still entertaining, but it was a, it was, it was not the same as whenever Steve was there as Michael Scott. Number two, I would really like to see Workaholics brought back. Now, that was a short-lived, I believe, five seasons, maybe six. But Workaholics, everybody could relate to. It was just so funny, especially. If you think back to in your early 20s when you had a job and you and your boys, you weren't married, you didn't have girlfriends, everybody was just kind of hanging out together and that's what Workaholics is all about. And It is so funny. It is absolutely hilarious. So if you have Hulu or Amazon Prime or something like that, go ahead and watch it. It's worth it and I wish they would bring it back. I really would. Do man, this would be straight flames. Fire flame, spit a fire, fire flame, blade of blah 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 booty booty. Alright, so I have three quotes I'm gonna share with you today to try to get everybody on a positive mind state, which I have been on for a a long time. But first and foremost, I had to I had to address my mental health issues. But once I did that, I talked to the right people, did what I needed to do, blah, blah, blah. Y'all have all listened to... Well, hopefully you've all listened to my earlier episodes and realized what I've done and what I've been through. So, I got three quotes here for you. The first one is, when you are enthusiastic about what you do, you feel this positive energy. It's very simple. And that's by Paolo Coelho. Now, what this guy is saying is... As long as you're not being negative about what you got to do and you're positive about it. Like, hey, I got to sweep this floor. In reality, yeah, it sucks. But in your mind, say, yeah, I'm going to sweep this floor. I'm going to make it the best, cleanest floor out there. What do you start doing? You feel this positive energy because you are you are accomplishing something. Even though it sucks. Even though it's something that you, you're not really really should be enthusiastic about if you go ahead and turn that switch and become enthusiastic about it you will feel this positive energy and like Paulo said it is very simple my number two quote that I found is optimism is a happiness magnet if you stay positive good things and good people will be drawn to you and that is by Mary Lou Retton. now how I interpreted this was and it's true to me optimism is a happiness magnet so let's say you have a girlfriend and you wake up and you're just being a negative nancy you're you woke up on the wrong side of the bed well she's gonna feel that and then she's gonna start being negative and she is gonna start being down but if you're optimistic about the day No matter if the day is going to be good or bad, sometimes it's just all about the mind state. You have to think positive thoughts. Just like she said, if you say positive, good things and good people will be drawn to you. Now if you want good people to be drawn to you, you can't be a negative Nancy. You can't be somebody out here just bitching all the time. And that's kind of how I try to live my life, even if things aren't going well. I just want to be positive about things. I am very optimistic about the way things are and the way things could be. I don't look at things through a negative lens. And I think that that helps me a lot. And I think it could help other people out there. So the number three quote is, You're never too old to set another goal or dream a new dream. That's by Les Brown. Now I know this one can resonate with a lot of my listeners out there. Because me, myself, I'm 30 years old. I'm not old by, by, by many standards at all. But I feel old. And so a lot of times it's hard when I think about, hey, I want to go back to college. I want to go ahead and, and become a coach. I want to do this. I want to become get my teaching license. I want to do all this stuff that I want to do. And in my head, especially whenever a few months back, whenever I wasn't doing good, I would always say, no, I'm too old, too old to do this. I'll just find something else to do. But what I've realized is that you're not too old. You're not too old to set another goal, whether that's, hey, I want to reach this pinnacle whenever it comes to monetary needs, or I want to get a boat by this age, or I want to get a boat by this summer. And and dream another dream or dream a new dream like Les Brown said. You're never too old to that. Dream a dream. Do you want to have a lake house? Dream it. Dream it, believe it, achieve it. You can do it. And I know that this is a sports podcast and an entertainment podcast, but I always want to kind of leave my listeners feeling better than whenever they started listening. I'm here for positivity, happiness, and hope. All right? So, everybody, that was this week's episode of Unfiltered with Poflo. This is your boy, Poflo, and I hope everybody has a marvelous weekend, a marvelous next week, and I will see you soon. I love you all. Peace. Finally, I figured out
1: Long, long, time Now there's a turnabout Made because I'm trying There's been times so